This is Because I Said So, parenting advice with love and leadership from the nation's leading parenting expert, John Roseman, syndicated columnist, author, conference speaker, and the only psychologist to point out that psychology has caused more problems than it has solved. From American Family Radio, here's your host, John Roseman. Welcome to the show. This is uh, another exciting episode, or at least presumably exciting episode of Because I Said So with your host, me, John Rosemond, and uh, the show is carried exclusively on American Family Radio every Saturday afternoon, early evening, 6 o'clock Central, no, 6 o'clock Eastern Time, I am sorry, 5 o'clock Central, and so on and so forth from there. If you would like to find out more about me uh, you can go to my website at johnrosemond, J-O-H-N-R-O-S-E-M-O-N-D.com, where you'll find a plethora of information concerning me and uh, my family ministry, my upcoming speaking engagements uh, through the fall, uh, my bookstore, uh, the last five syndicated newspaper columns that I've written, and um, maybe even some more things you can also uh, obtain as podcasts through my website, previous iterations of this program. In, uh, I believe it was uh, 2008, somewhere around there, Dr. Bose Ravenel, he is a developmental behavioral pediatrician of some renown and national reputation, and I wrote a book titled The Diseasing of America's Children, The Diseasing of America's Children, in which we exposed the uh, bogus uh, nature of the ADHD diagnosis. We, in about uh, 200 pages, told the truth about ADHD, which is that everything else that people have heard has been and continues to be a lie. And by the way, indicative of that, in a paradoxical way, is the fact that the response from the professional community, the mental health community, uh, has been total silence. Uh, the response from the pharmacological, psychopharmaceutical, whatever they're called, <laughs> industry, big pharma, has uh, been complete silence. Sorry about that chime in the background. Um, I have turned off the sound on my computer, which is my recording console, as a matter of fact. So you will not hear that irritating noise again, I guarantee you. At least not in this particular program. But I, I forget to turn it off sometimes, and it does that during the show. Uh, so, uh, you know, life isn't perfect. Uh, we live in a broken world. That's my excuse. So anyway, in the diseasing of America's children, Dr. Ravenel, who still, I believe he's close, if not 80 years old, who is still in practice in Greensboro, Greensboro, yes, Greensboro, North Carolina, um, as a pediatrician, an active solo practice, I, I believe, and I contended that uh, ADHD has no scientific basis whatsoever. It is a completely diagnose, uh, bogus diagnosis. It is a construct. It is not a reality. Cancer is a reality. 
If a physician tells you that you have cancer and you demand proof, he can provide you with proof. He can provide you with uh, photos taken, uh, you know, in the process of administering an MRI. He can provide you with uh, data from a biopsy. He can provide you with data from a blood test. He can provide you with x-rays and so on and so forth. But if your child is diagnosed or you with ADHD and you demand proof that you, quote, have, end quote, something called ADHD in your brain or your child's brain, no proof will be forthcoming because they cannot provide proof. All they can do is uh, babble at that point. And that's what they do. They babble about such... uh, things as brain differences and biochemical imbalances and so on and so forth. Uh, And uh, mind you now, after a psychologist gives your child an IQ test and a couple of other tests and then claims that these tests uh, diagnose ADHD, which they do not, um, all they do is uh, uh, approximate the child's ability level. That's all they do. The, the psychologist will then say that the, the ADHD child has brain differences and a biochemical imbalance, all genetically transmitted, usually from the father. And, 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 you know, it's amazing to me that parents do not look at the psychologists in question when they're in these sessions and say, well, you didn't give any genetic tests. You didn't do any genetic testing. You didn't do any uh, blood tests. You didn't uh, take tissue samples. Uh, you didn't do any x-rays or MRIs of my child child's brain. What are you talking about? Uh, you're a charlatan because that's what they are. They're a bunch of charlatans. And folks, by the way, for those of you who uh, may be joining the show for the first time, uh, I am a psychologist. I am licensed to practice psychology by the North Carolina Psychology psychology board. I know what I'm talking about. And I talk about this stuff frequently on the air. This show is broadcast all across America. And um, the response from psychology boards all over the country has been complete silence. Why? Because I am not saying anything that is wrong. I am simply saying things they don't like. And they have learned the hard way that they cannot prosecute me in any way, shape, or form or take my license away for things, saying things they don't like. Anyway, so I was uh, sent by my daughter, in fact, an article that appeared on the uh, web uh, not long ago. It uh, was written by a fellow whom I have met. I would not claim to know him. We've only just kind of met, introduced uh, Uh, ourselves to each other uh, at a homeschool conference in Greenville, South Carolina, several years ago. Uh, He's a younger guy named Matt Walsh. Uh, I'm not sure that Matt has children, uh, but uh, he's written a very interesting, erudite, provocative piece on ADHD that uh, can be found by, I guess, you know, I'm not a tech-oriented guy, but I guess this can be found if you uh, simply Google his name, Matt Walsh, and uh, maybe Matt Walsh ADHD. Anyway, it says, buy Matt Walsh at Matt Walsh blog. 
June the 14th, 2018. The title is, We Have Turned Childhood into a Disease, and It's Ruining Our Kids. Well, maybe he read the book, The Diseasing of America's Children. Uh, I don't know. He doesn't say anything in here that I haven't said, but what he does provide is a beautifully worded summary of uh, the truth concerning ADHD. And uh, so I'm going to take some time during the show. In fact, I'm going to take probably the whole show to comment on what uh, Walsh is saying, because uh, even though it's not anything new uh, relative to what I've written in the past, it's worth talking about. Uh, First of all, he notes the fact that there has been a dramatic rise in the diagnosis of ADHD and a corresponding dramatic rise in children misusing and overdosing on ADHD medications. He notes quite accurately that uh, there are uh, a uh, host of dangerous potential side effects to all of these ADHD medications, which um, are built uh, on a molecule that is very similar to cocaine and methamphetamine. And then the claim is made that they are not dangerous. However, if you go to the uh, websites of the drug companies in question and you look up the side effects for these drugs, Stratera, uh, Ritalin, and so on and so forth, you will see that the the side effects are, in fact, dangerous. Um, They include insomnia, irritability, decreased appetite, depression, mood swings, suicidal thoughts, outbursts of aggressive behavior, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It is absurd for psychologists and other mental health professionals to be claiming that these drugs are not dangerous drugs. Now, it's necessary for me to say that sometimes when I talk about ADHD, someone will say, well, John, I know you think it's uh, overdiagnosed. No, that's not the point. I don't think it is a valid medical diagnosis, and it is being marketed by psychologists, psychiatrists, and America's pharmaceutical industry as a valid medical diagnosis. The people in question uh, representing the evil axis of psychology, psychiatry, and pharmacology claim that ADHD is a medical entity a biological entity located in the brain, but they have failed uh, for more than 40 years to come up with where it is in the brain and what it looks like in the brain. But even though they can't tell you where it is in the brain or what it looks like or what it is constituted of, they prescribe these medications, which, and here is a fact, ladies and gentlemen, these medications do not reliably outperform placebos in double-blind clinical trials. They provide these, they prescribe these medications, which are molecular, molecularly, I said it, I managed to say it, uh, similar to what is on the street called speed. And children as young as three and four are taking these medications. Now, c- consider this, ladies and gentlemen. Children are taking medication that is dangerous, that is molecularly very similar to speed for a disorder that has never been located in the brain. 
It is my contention that the entire mental health and pharmaceutical industry in America, that evil axis, ought to be sued. That someone ought to bring a class action on behalf of children in America who have been prescribed these medications for this bogus diagnosis. So we're right up against a hard break. I'll be back in a moment with more more of this psychological heresy. Stay with me. Welcome back to the show. I'm, I'm talking about a article that appeared online written by a guy named Matt Walsh. Uh, the article is titled, We Have Turned Childhood into a Disease and It's Ruining Our Kids. For those of you who might be interested in pursuing the full article, it's by Matt Walsh, and it's at Matt Walsh Blog, dated June the 14th, 2018. And um, one, of the, uh, one of the more interesting things that uh, Matt uh, brings out in this article is uh, this idea of brain differences, okay? So uh, the people who specialize in diagnosing and uh, supposedly treating ADHD, which doesn't exist in the first place, uh, claim that ADHD is uh, um, uh, due in part to brain differences, uh, differences in the brain that show up and in fact, they do show up uh, when you uh, when you give people diagnosed with ADHD MRIs. Their MRIs, on average, look different than the MRIs of people who do not qualify behaviorally for a diagnosis of ADHD. So the ADHD industry in America, and I call it an industry because no psychological diagnosis ever in the history of the mental health professions has generated more cash flow for psychologists, psychiatrists, uh, and other mental health professionals than has the diagnosis of ADHD. The people in the ADHD industry point to this difference, uh, the difference uh between the average MRI, and I stress the word average, the average, the composite MRI of people diagnosed with ADHD and the composite MRI of people who have never received and do not qualify for the diagnosis as proof that ADHD exists in the brain. There it is, they say. There it is right there. You see uh, you see that red area in um, in this MRI, uh, this MRI of all these people diagnosed with, M- uh, with ADHD. See the red area right there, and the red area doesn't show up in this other uh, MRI. That's proof that ADHD exists in the brain. No, it's not, ladies and gentlemen. No, it is not. If you gave... MRIs to 100 major league baseball pitchers. And out of those 100 MRIs, you developed a composite MRI, call it an average MRI. That average MRI would look significantly different from the composite MRI obtained from 100 people 
who are not major league pitchers. That does not prove that major league pitching is caused by a brain difference. The same is true of accountants, people who work constantly with numbers. A composite MRI uh, obtained from 100 accountants, CPAs, uh, is going to look significantly different from the composite MRI obtained from 100 people who are lifeguards. Uh, that does not mean that uh, accounting is caused by brain differences or lifeguarding is caused by brain differences. This stuff is absurd, ladies and gentlemen. And let me tell you, I have spoken to psychiatrists and people in the pharmaceutical industry who have told me uh, secretly, privately, surreptitiously, uh, yeah, John, we all understand this. We all know all of this. But uh, the fact of the matter is money is driving all of this. And so much money is being made off of this that uh, we are not about to tell the truth to the public, even though we know it. I mean, ain't that amazing? Isn't that just amazing? These people that we look up to who have capital letters after their names are engaged in pulling the wool over the public's collective eyes in order to make big bucks and drive Mercedes-Benz and live in gated country club communities. Ain't that just amazing? So Matt Walsh doesn't get into this, but the other explanation that is given to parents of ADHD children is uh, your child has a biochemical imbalance. Now, mind you, uh, the psychologist ordered no physical tests. The psychologist ordered no blood tests. The psychologist ordered no brain biopsies. Uh, he, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Uh, without doing any physical examination whatsoever, ordering uh, any physical examination on the child whatsoever, the psychologist is bold enough to pronounce that a paper and pencil test is real, has revealed that the child in question is suffering from a biochemical imbalance, again, located in his brain. It is just absolutely amazing to me, folks, that people who are otherwise intelligent people, I'm referring to the parents of children who uh, are uh, assigned this bogus diagnosis, do not pick up on this. I mean, this is just common sense. Uh, the question becomes, how do you, a psychologist who gave a pa paper and pencil test involving asking my child to uh, arrange blocks on the table and uh, remember sequences of numbers and things like that, define words, how did, uh, how did you, through that process, determine that my child has a biochemical imbalance in his brain? Uh, this is absurd stuff. Anyway, the, you know, the truth about a biochemical imbalance, and again, people in the mental health professions, people in the know, absolutely know this to be the truth, what I'm about to tell you, and that is that in order to determine an imbalance in a system, in other words, in order to quantify an imbalance in a system of some sort or another, an imbalance, let's say, Let's call it in the fluids in a system of some sort or another. 
one must first precisely quantify a state of balance. That is fact. Fact number two, no one has ever quantified what constitutes a state of biochemical balance in the brain. Folks, there are over 200 biochemicals in the central nervous system. They are in a constant state of fluctuation. Balance cannot be measured. Uh, Truth number three, therefore, there is no such thing as a biochemical imbalance or At the very least, it is an unproven theoretical construct, which is why pharmaceutical companies do not have to prove that any of their psychiatric drugs actually work. They only have to submit to the Food and Drug Administration three trials in which the drug in question outperformed a placebo in what is called double-blind clinical trials. And it is well known in the pharmaceutical industry among insiders that uh, drug companies have at times had to run hundreds of double-blind clinical trials in order to come up with three in which the drug in question outperformed a placebo at a level of statistical significance. Doesn't that blow your mind? It should. And that is why I said earlier in this program These drugs do not reliably outperform placebos in double-blind clinical trials. If they do not reliably outperform placebos in double-blind clinical trials, then they are no different than placebos. Said another way, these drugs, Ritalin, Stratera, blah, 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 are placebos. They are expensive placebos with side effects. Supposedly, they correct biochemical imbalances that are completely theoretical and have never been measured, when in fact, they cause biochemical disruptions in the brain. They introduce into the brain chemicals that aren't there in the first place. So, no, they don't correct biochemical imbalances. They cause biochemical imbalances which is why these drugs have dangerous side effects. Placebos, bicarbonate of soda, sugar tablets, uh, do not have side effects. I I mean, you know, if you're diabetic, uh, a sugar tablet will uh, 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 have an effect on your blood sugar. But I'm sure that the intelligent listener and all of my listeners are intelligent know exactly what I'm talking about here. So, uh, in conclusion, Matt Walsh, in this article, um, just Google Matt Walsh ADHD, and uh, the article is undoubtedly going to come up. He points out that in order for a child to be diagnosed with ADHD, his behavior must adversely affect his performance in school. And he points out another paradox And that is that uh, diabetes or some other bona fide, legitimate uh, physical diagnosis, illness, doesn't just occur at one place or in one place. Uh, Diabetes is with you 24 hours a day. Leukemia is with you 24 hours a day. Uh, ADHD is only with you at school and uh, to a lesser degree, sometimes at home. Sometimes, but not always. And Matt points out something very interesting, that 
given that uh, a diagnosis of ADHD requires that uh, the child's behavior create problems for the child and the teacher and other children at school, it may very well be, given the dramatic increase and continuing increase in this diagnosis, that the real problem is with America's schools and not with America's children. And that, folks, is pretty much what uh, Dr. Bose Ravenel and I said in our book, jointly written, The Diseasing of America's Children. If you're interested, you can go to my website and uh, learn more about it. This has been uh, John Rosemond um, and another exciting episode of Because I Said So, the most pithy 30 parenting minutes in America. I'll be back next Saturday, 6 o'clock Eastern, and so on and so forth. In the meantime, God bless you and God bless your families. Bye-bye.